start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's installment of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Happy to have you. Uh, we're going to be talking about the outdoors today, so come on and sit down at the table with us. That's wild that we'd be bringing that up on our podcast. It is pretty crazy, but we're doing it. Uh, is it just me and you in here, or we got somebody else? Yeah, I think Tom's over there. I am here tonight. Yeah, good he, deal. He might have something to talk about. Tom's wearing a uh, California Deer Association hat today. California think... Deer Association. Isn't it California? You sure? Pretty sure. What is it? What is it? I don't know, but I don't know of a deer association in California. <laughs> I could have swore it was California. I, I have know. no idea. Like I mean, if you can't say otherwise, I would say that that's what it is. It does say CDA. With a mule deer on there. It's tough to say. Yeah, I'll try and find out for our listeners. I All guess right. while Tom's doing that, um, we're going to be talking turkey. Yeah, uh, not the, we're not talking about the California Deer Association. No, even if that's even a thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so I've been thinking about it just because we typically do a uh, out-of-state turkey hunt. And the big reason we got into that was because we love experiencing different states and hunting mm-hmm. different areas. But hunting has gotten so commercialized that it, it's very expensive to do out-of-state hunts anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, tur- Especially guided hunts. Yeah, Maybe. guided hunts especially. Um, so that we're not but even talking DIY about that. stuff. The prices are going up. Yeah, hunting licenses and fuel expenses, hotels, all that kind of stuff. So we found a way over the past five years or so. Is that the logo? Yeah, that's it. It's California. It is California. It is California. Mm, How about that? California. Don't you have Beautiful. egg on your face? Tom? I sure do. A little yolk on your cheek. Idiot. Oh wow! Easy. So I guess what I was getting at is, you know, about five years ago, we figured out a way to do these out-of-state hunts at a very reasonable rate um, that allows us to do them year to year to year without really breaking the bank, upsetting the ladies, you know, just kind of do our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to break that down. I know that there's other people on here that are probably interested in doing an out-of-state hunt, but, you know, they start pricing out whitetail hunts and, you know, guided whitetail hunts are north of five grand now. Um, that blows my mind it's crazy um but people are paying it yeah and you know moose hunts are 15 and more yeah over 20 in alaska for big trophy moose but you Mm -hmm. can do those yeah newfoundland Newfoundland ones for but they're over they're north of 10 i was just at the harrisburg show Mm -hmm. um even drop-in camps unguided in alaska are like over 12 yeah so it's like it's expensive, um, but turkey hunting has given us a way to go out of state pretty much every year and do it for a pretty reasonable cost. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I guess what we could do is start with Maryland because I think Maryland was by far the cheapest way you could possibly do it. Yeah. And you could do this in any state. Um, but I wanted to bring up a lot of just like the housing um, that mm-hmm. we, instead of staying so That's ho- really your biggest expense. Yeah. yeah. I, I would agree because, I mean, we all know that we're no strangers to cheap hotels. Um, <laughs> I, I've stayed in some of middle America's finest. But even the cheapest hotel you're paying 60 bucks a night for yeah um i think the cheap tom and i found one out in kansas that was just south of 50 it was like 49.95 a night yeah you could rent but, it by the hour but it had a king bed in it and he said that that was worth the upgrade so yeah i don't know what upgrade he was talking about <laughs> he was looking at three different people at once but his one i was the other one was just off in la la land but anyway he lived in room one god bless your heart bubba <laughs> I have no idea. What, what was his name? It was Bubba. It was Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> we we literally, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but this was our this was Tom and I's first out-of-state turkey hunt. Um, and Tom and I were like 17 and 18. That was a long time ago. Yeah, we were, so this was, well, I think we were about 17 Seven years 18. ago. Yes, yeah, so this was like, we've been doing this longer than five years. But anyways, um, Tom and I were staying at the motel. My dad and grandpa were heading to go pick Luke up, I think, as he was flying in. Um, so they left me and Tom, you know, just teenagers at this sketchy motel in Kansas. And my grandpa was like, Hey, you know, we're going to be staying another night. Why don't you head over to the front office in the lobby? Tell them, you know, that you are going to be staying another night. We're like, okay. So we head over to the office and there was just a sign on the wall that said, you know, for information, go to room one, which was across the street. <laughs> so Tom and I go across the street. And uh, knock on the door. Bubba answers the door that leaves the the chain connected. So you just see like just his face and his long greasy hair. And we're like, uh, we're uh, staying across the street. We're gonna stay another night. And he's just like, okay. And just closed the door. Like didn't take our names. Didn't, write didn't, didn't ask what room. Nothing. Just okay. Yeah. I'm he like, probably doesn't even know you're staying. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Um, so yeah. So that was pretty fun. Um, but like Tom said, that's your biggest expense is your housing. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think whose idea it was in Maryland. I don't know if it was Keith's or I Tommy's. I think it was Keith. Um, but we found a way to cut the housing, which is your most expensive part. Um, and that was by camping on state forest, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's legal in all states. So you're gonna have to check your location, but Maryland it is. Mm. Um, and I think there in that particular spot, there's places where it's free. I think there we had to get like a permit that was, it was like five bucks. Oh, it was, was it? Yeah. It was a dollar a day. But we were there. Okay, that's why I was thinking five bucks because we yeah. were there for five days. Um, but the reason, so we I we talked to the girl at the headquarters. Um, the uh, I well, I stopped in when I had to pick you up from your <laughs> my your, hike from hell. <laughs> yeah, that didn't have a bridge that said it did. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I stopped in there and I, I asked him, I'm like, so what's the point with the whole dollar a day thing? Like, you guys can't really be making a killing on that. Yeah. And it's strictly for accountability. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically they know when, cause remember it's all first come first serve at these yeah. campsites. Keith went and picked them out, but basically you pay a dollar a day and that way they have this board and they can pinpoint where everybody's staying. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I come into camp, it's not like you just guess if there's something open, you just come in they say, yep, you can go to, you know, campsite 34. And it's not like these things are stacked on top of each other. No, I mean, they're, they're miles apart. Like you're not, mm-hmm. you're not going to be, you don't feel crowded. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so for a dollar a day, I mean, that's less than it would 
I mean, that's a little bit more than what it costs to support us on Patreon, but it's still not much. <laughs> Look at that little plug. We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> um, but uh, it's not bad. And amenities are none. Um, I think maybe the only thing we had was a, a picnic table. Yeah, was there it? was a picnic table. Um, and I think a fire ring. Oh, there was a ring? I think there was. Mm-hmm. So we set up a tarp over the picnic table because it rained half the time we were there. Um, another cool thing with Maryland where we were at is you could legally cut wood. You could legally cut trees down for wood, mm-hmm. which I've never been in a place that you could do that. No, pretty much any state forest, you that is big time off limits. A lot of yeah. places, they don't even like you picking up dead wood off the yeah. ground. Yeah, so they were, they were like, oh, yeah, you can cut your own wood and everything. Like, oh, Their sweet. big thing with that was they don't want people bringing... Yeah. wood from other places which i've also seen like a lot of campsites do it they don't mm-hmm. want you bringing wood from other places because it could be contaminated with bugs or whatever and they don't want you bringing bugs from somewhere yeah. else to there so that's kind of why they were like it's a free-for-all go ahead have at it yeah you know we're, it's not like we're a logging company yeah <laughs> but um we didn't fell any live trees. no we, we just, all cut just some collected, stuff. yeah collected yeah. stuff close to camp yeah um and then there was the rule about like if you gotta take a shit you know, there was a few scattered outhouses throughout the mm-hmm. hills, um, but for the most part, they said I think you had to go like a hundred foot from camp, yeah. dig a hole, bury it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest, you know, we've done a lot of trips. The camping method has been my favorite so far. It was um, definitely the most fun, in my opinion, because it is fun to get shitty hotels, and it's just fun to have that story. But as far as the hunting aspect and the the company aspect of yes. it goes. It's a lot more fun. Yeah, I, I I feel like when we stay at hotels and houses, we tend to party a lot. Not that we, <laughs> we still hunt just as much. Yeah. Um, but there's something really cool about just like literally sleeping in the mountains where you're hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was. I mean, we would be getting ready in the morning. You know, just outside the tent. You know, little red coals and stuff and. Birds are just gobbling everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're literally just sleeping out there. Pick a direction yep. as soon as you walk out. And that's out of what the we tent. did too. I mean, we literally would be like, all right, I'm going to head this way, you head that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, I mean, putting at least 10 miles a day. I mean, just mm-hmm. cruising like crazy. Um, the way a crow flies, we covered maybe three miles, but mm-hmm. that stuff was wicked yeah, down there. Up and down, left, um, right. Tom, you got any comments on our housing situation and what for turkey hunting? No, I mean, the camping aspect's definitely a cool aspect of it. Um, definitely a lot more comfortable to do in the spring turkey season. Yeah, wanna, that's true. Good point. Yeah. Camp out in a tent for a late muzzleloader hunt. <laughs> but If you were in Georgia, though. Yeah, yeah. but up where we're at. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want a wall tent and a wood stove if you're doing um, that. <laughs> my word of advice um, is if you have four guys, I would bring more than one tent. Mm. Yeah, that was an oversight. Unless you have a wall, like a big wall tent. But yeah, if you just have like a Cabela's tent, then yeah. Yeah, we just had, I think it was a six-man tent, which if anybody understands it, like a six-man tent is not meant for six people. And then you put four grown men with cots. Uh, it, was, it was tight. Yeah. I mean, you weren't, you had to step over somebody to get out mm-hmm. once we, everybody filed in. And then <laughs> if you had to get up in the middle of the night, you were stepping on people because that was the only way out. Yeah. Um. Good See, thing there I, wasn't a fire. Yeah, that's yeah. We didn't have a fire in there, and we don't smoke. <laughs> so, um, I tell you what, Keith was pretty pretty worried about the bear situation, um, but we never had any issues with bears. No. Um, I, I still I crack up with him. 
<laughs> ratchet strapping it to the bottom of the picnic table every night. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the, the camping aspect is just so much cheaper and a, a good way to do it. But if you're not, um, interested in, you know, roughing it per se, we found, um, hotels, like you said, for under 60 bucks, Airbnbs have actually been a decent option for us as well. If you get enough people. Yeah, because they're typically more expensive per night than a hotel room. But like you said, if you have five people, four, five, six people, and you're splitting that cost, it then becomes cheaper than yes. a hotel because so, you're splitting it. So the last time we bought a house, it was, I think, $192 a day mm-hmm. and split between six people. And it's cheaper than what you can get a hotel for. And yeah. we had a ton of room. We had a full kitchen. Yeah. Um, bathrooms that got clogged up. In the like the drains, I think it was somebody was while somebody was taking a shower, the sink overflowed. Like <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, so we called the maintenance guy, and it was the ex husband of the <laughs> girl that was like renting the place out. Yeah. So that was pretty awkward because we were like, oh, like you know, is, do you service like a lot of the Airbnbs? Mm-hmm. Range like, oh no, you know, so and so is my ex wife, and I was like, okay, oh, cool, like, <laughs> neat. Um, so you get to meet a lot of characters people. On, yeah, on the way. Um, but it, it's just, I'm trying to think of other, besides housing, what gets expensive is probably just like your licensing. Yeah, but there's and, no way around that yeah. um, other than just finding a state with a cheaper license. Um, I guess if you are staying in like travel. a house, travel, mm-hmm. yeah, how far you're willing to go. Because these are things you could do in your own state. If you're trying to get that out-of-state feel, you can travel across the state mm-hmm. and go and do something like this. Or Because yeah, you already have your hunting license. Yeah, so, so that's an added a, expense. Yeah. Um, Tom and I have done just day trips like that for turkeys down in um, big mm-hmm. tracts of state forest just to feel like you're getting out and doing something different. Cause yeah, it's nice to see some different birds land. in the same farm for the last 15, 20 years, probably 15 years. Um it, it's it's not that it gets old. It just it becomes routine of yeah. okay. We're gonna set up on this rock, and then after this time, we're gonna go head over this way. And like, it's just it's fun to go out and try something find something different. new. Yeah, um, and it helps hone your skills more. Oh whereas, yeah, it's been humbling. Yeah, being out different states, different terrains. Um, mm-hmm. Kansas was very similar to the way we hunt here, mm-hmm. just bigger scale. Like yeah. it was just bigger fields. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ohio, Maryland. Those places are were totally different compared yeah. to our style. And there's different areas in Ohio that would have been similar, but where we mm-hmm. ended up was very mountainous. It was part of, I think, the Appalachians. Would that be right in mm-hmm. that area? Uh, I don't know what reaches over. I don't know where exactly you were at, but it, the Appalachians come down, and I don't know where exactly. It's like the Appalachians or you know, there's a couple other different yeah. Either way, we were in like a mountain range down there, and it was just very hilly, totally different from farm country birds. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no shortage of turkeys either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say if if you're if camping's not your forte and you're looking to keep your prices down, I would recommend Airbnb with a big group of guys because mm-hmm. turkeys are so plentiful in most areas you go. Like I don't think I would want to go do a deer trip with you know half a dozen guys yeah unless you were going somewhere guided that you knew that could handle that yeah um, but if you're just hunting public i think six guys might be a lot to take in on mm-hmm. um, like a deer hunt and stuff but for turkeys we've found over the years that we have the most success in pairs anyway from turkey hunting mm-hmm. just because you can you set up 
caller shooter and mm-hmm. play into that with the with the gobblers and um it just seems to work better for us so we would just hunt in pairs um and i think the first night what did we we just kind of branched out each of us and we like without talking to each other we would just look at onyx pick a spot within a half hour mm-hmm. and go and scout it out go and we ended up four different groups of people and i don't even think we were in the same stretch of woods like, no but we were all on birds immediately yeah mm-hmm. so that was a lot of fun um and then i guess another thing to bring up while we're um talking like out of state hunts is is making sure you understand the regulations in that mm-hmm. state because they do differ um that was one thing we ran into um going to maryland is that there's different regulations on shot size mm-hmm. um and i think even new york's different pa is different like so every state has a little bit different rules on what type of shot i think sharpie told me that they were um looking at totally outlawing lead in new york on state land on state land i didn't realize it was just state land but um so that's that's something to consider when you're doing these out-of-state trips is like getting comfortable with the game Mm -hmm. uh, regulations because it's no excuse you know if you get stopped yeah oh i'm from pennsylvania too bad oh yeah these are legal in pa Mm -hmm. um did he? Did you talk to him more? Why they were looking to outlaw the lead? Uh, for waterfowl reasons, even damaging the water and whatnot. Even if you're like turkey hunting, in I the think woods? it's just easier to well, ban it on all yeah, state with land. any waterfowl. I know any, any waterfowl you can't use lead. Yeah, um, but I I didn't know why it would like if you're in, you know, the Adirondacks in the mountains, why you couldn't shoot turkeys with lead. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. That's but, New York State. Yeah. We hunt New York State. But Tom and I don't use lead anyways. Yeah. So Tungsten's super shot, baby. That stuff's wild. It's wild. It's it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess if maybe we could just go through like a quick checklist to wrap things up with what sort of things you would need. Um, well, I, we Hold on. Before we do that, um, I want to talk about how we go about planning one. Go hit it. Um, so obviously the first thing, um, you do is you pick a state that you want to go to. Um, and just for sake example, we'll pick Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what we do from there, it, it, it's pretty simple. You can just go on Google, um, and type in Turkey harvest per County in mm-hmm. Ohio. And obviously, you know, you want to pick one of the counties with the highest Turkey population or a county close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, then from there, we kind of get on our Onyx. Um, I always I like to look at like forums and stuff. Like once I look at counties, yeah, uh, with a good harvest, and I always like look at like I said forums and stuff just to see like what people are saying about the area because a lot of the times the highest harvested state or I shouldn't say state uh, counties aren't always the best place to go because they're so pressured and it's like impossible to find a spot where you can get away from people. Yeah, or they might not have much public land. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> I like to look at the forums just to see what other people's experience have been in that area to see if... And that's where actually going to bars and stuff after your hunts can be beneficial, like even just for intel for future years. Mm-hmm. You know, you go sit down, have a beer with somebody that, you know, maybe they're big into deer hunting. 
but they don't give two shits about turkeys, mm-hmm. but they see them all the time. And they're like, oh, I mean, we had that happen in Maryland yeah. where the guys are like, oh, yeah, you know, head over this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I see turkeys over there all the time. So just trying to figure out where your highest density of birds is is mm-hmm. crucial. I didn't even think of that, Tommy. So, yeah, we that's how we kind of narrow our spot down, you know, pick a county with high population, look through some forums, see what, and actually a lot of time people talk about the what game land or mm-hmm. what state land they've had success on mm-hmm. whether it's state game land 85 or whatever yeah um but so you can find information out that way um and we kind of narrow it down uh look on onyx scout out some uh public land in or near that area um and really you're looking for ridges um ravines oak flats um agriculture mm-hmm. creek um, bottoms too i mean are, so you definitely know how to read a topo map if yes you're doing yes it. <laughs> that is very important you don't want just a big open tract of timber mm-hmm. uh, there needs to be some elevation change um if you if you can find you know public land that borders a farm mm-hmm. uh, where there's a bunch of ag fields that that's kind of my go-to is mm-hmm. public bordering private um, little, what does Nick call him? Uh, pro tip. <laughs> I don't think I call him pro t- snippet. You say Tidbit. pro tip all you the say time. Pro do tip I say a lot. pro tip a lot? Yeah. Yeah. You do. So there's a pro tip for you. <laughs> Public bordering private. Um, and then, yeah. It's fun- that's, uh, something that we did when we were out in Nebraska. It wasn't a turkey hunt. It was a whitetail hunt. Um, but uh, during rifle season, the one spot that we hunted, it went right up to some private land. And just from going out there year after year, we realized that on the one day of the season, I don't remember if it was like the first Saturday or, you know, say it was the first Saturday, this group of guys would push that private land. So on that day, we always made sure that we were hunting right near that property because they were always kicking deer over and one of the biggest deer we ever saw killed out there was from doing that they did that drive and push one over onto the public land and a guy i love that yeah (laughs) but i'm not that guy that is going to sit right on on the edge of the public land facing the private but if if you can find a egg field where the wood line is public mm-hmm. and then you know two three hundred yards into the woods there's a ravine you have a pretty good idea that those birds are going to be roosting in the ravine and going to going the through the public working their way to that private ag field so if you can get in yeah. halfway in between mm-hmm. you know you're still 150 yards on the public land but yeah mm-hmm. you're using all your advantages mm-hmm. yeah it just breaks down to like the style of turkey hunting you're comfortable with and because we've grown up in our area ag fields and farmland is what we know for birds so like tom said you know you can find those little pockets where it's an ag bumped up to the public Mm -hmm. it feels familiar but it's you know different at the same time Mm -hmm. and some states will plant stuff on uh, yeah we ran into that in ohio Mm -hmm. there's a ton of corn planted on state game lands yeah and the one place out in nebraska they they planted like actual food plots. It wasn't like they were harvesting it. They would plant food plots on the public land. I yeah. wish PA would do that. Yeah. 
Um, so basically then from there you just pick your housing, whether, you know, if it's a state where it's legal to camp on state land. Yeah, that's a good point. Check your regulations because that's not legal everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if not, then we always go for the cheap cheap, ho- cheap motel or Because you're not staying. You, you, you no. Yeah, somewhere you to fall asleep. Somewhere to sleep, yeah. As long as it's got a bed and running water. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Frank and I basically lived out of my truck when we did our deer hunt in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we There's barely... always that. You could always camp out in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, Frank and I probably could have done with the amount of time we were yeah. in our hotel. Because mm-hmm. we stayed in two or three different hotels. I think just two different hotels. But, I mean, we literally just pretty much lived out of my truck. Mm-hmm. Ate, just ate canned peaches and peanut butter sandwiches for days. Mm-hmm. And we did get a good dinner in us. We'd find a dive somewhere get a steak or something mm-hmm. but uh that one bar we found there was like it was like half bar and then there was like a hard transition to where like there was just like a bunch of old people all playing, playing euchre yeah i mean like it was literally like smoky bar like low lit to bright lights like a, it, yeah it was like it looked fake like it was like a portal atmosphere change it was like a portal <laughs> did you try and like pass through no like, we never i wonder if you could or if it that would was, like just push you back that was the place we walked in and like everyone stopped and just stared at you when you walked in the door it was like like we're not i was like the briar here. patch yeah, yeah exactly only so if was, you're ever down in maryland what was that the green, briar patch yeah i know the green, green ridge green ridge national forest state yeah. forest state forest if you ever hunt in that make sure you check out the briar patch that place was sweet I yeah, was they actually, no longer tolerate fighting, though. So uh, I was looking um, online today at the Briar uh, Patch. Yeah, I was because I was looking. Really? At, Does it have some good reviews? <laughs> yeah, it, it, seven of them. Um, that's, a, that's a lot. That's more like than I was all expect. of their customers. <laughs> yeah, um, but I was talking to Tom about like, hey, we're we gonna do a hunt this year, and because uh, I noticed um, Maryland opens up on like uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. this year, and I'm like. You know, midweek, we could take a few days off mm-hmm. and you could get five days of hunting in mm-hmm. um, or four or whatever. Like you could take like a Thursday, Friday or whatever, um, camp out and just eat at the Briar Patch and have a good old time. <laughs> but I like I was like, I couldn't remember exactly where in the state we were hunting, but I did remember the Briar Patch. So I just looked up Briar Patch to find where we found, were. And it's actually on Google mm-hmm. and there's seven reviews. Um, people said that the wings are good. Hmm. and something about pizza was good which they must have upgraded because when we were there i mean i could see boxes of red baron pizza like in the back like there that doesn't mean they upgraded someone might just like red baron pizza that's true <laughs> not delivery to sure now oh i i love that it was cash only with no atm yeah like <laughs> like like i've never been in a cash bar that didn't have an atm yeah and they're like yeah no atm here i'm like oh interesting okay Everything on the drink menu, two bucks. Didn't matter. Cans, actually, it was all cans or mixed drinks. And it's two bucks across the board, every every beverage. Tough so try to find a place like that while you're out there. Those are always fun experiences. <laughs> I can laugh about them later. Mm-hmm. This is the first place we ever found with Old German. This is true. <laughs> it's probably the only place I'll ever find that sells Old German. Probably. Um, they, they weren't as bad as my dad had let on. I'll put it that way. I think Keith bought a, a bucket of them, but um, anyways, yeah, that um, uh, that's probably the all we can give you on that. It, it's it's 
Turkey hunting has been one of my favorite out-of-state deals to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never been a huge turkey hunter, but anytime I can go and hunt a different state, I'm all in. So even if you're not like a huge turkey hunter around where you live like I am, mm -hmm. it's still an absolute blast to go somewhere else and hunt them. Yeah, I agree. Um, And just like in our typical fashion, you know, like Frank said, even if it's not your forte, it's still a reason to get outside. 